The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day is upon us. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023, Tuesday of the sixth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. And Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Simon Stock. Born in 1165, as a young man, he went on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. There he joined a group of Carmelites, and he later returned to Europe with them. Simon Stock founded many Carmelite communities, especially in university towns like Cambridge, Oxford, Paris, and Bologna. In 1254, he was elected Superior General of the Order in London. On July 16, 1251, at a time when the Carmelite Order was being oppressed, the Virgin Mary appeared to him, holding the brown scapular in one hand. Her words were, Receive, my beloved Son, this scapular of thy order. It is the special sign of my favor, which I have obtained for thee, and for thy children of Mount Carmel. He who dies clothed with this habit shall be preserved from eternal fire. St. Simon Stock died in 1265. St. Simon Stock, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time. I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds in imitation of the most holy heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Over the last few days, we have been following Saint Paul in the first reading of the Mass, the Apostle of the Gentiles. We have seen him preaching in many places. But that was not the only way he spread the gospel. We could get the wrong impression if we thought of St. Paul only as a preacher. If the only image we had of him was Paul evangelizing the crowds or teaching in the Areopagus in Athens or before King Agrippa. Jesus, let's make this clear. Like any apostle, St. Paul was effective not because he was persuasive, but because he was holy. Because he was close to you, Jesus. At the roots of any apostolic success, there's always a life of prayer and a life of sacrifice. Today, 
we see one of those famous episodes in his life. In Philippi, he was arrested with Silas, and there they were flogged and imprisoned. Apostles behind bars. <laughs> what can they do? Well, this is the topic of our prayer today. It is not about what they can do, it is about what they are. As I read from Maleta from the prelate of Opus Dei, it is not that we do apostolate, it is that we are apostles. It is not about activity, it is about identity. Paul and Silas were giving testimony to their faith, not just by what they said, but by what they were. Jesus help us to keep this in mind. The testimony of the first Christians that transformed the Roman Empire wasn't that they went around persuading people with, with their convincing speeches. Most of them never preached anything, and we don't have many writings from them. It was not what they said. It was what they did, and especially what they were. They turned the empire upside down or inside out by the testimony of their lives and of their deaths. So we see your Apostle Jesus in prison today. Following the instructions we read, the guard put them in the innermost cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. So what did they do? <laughs> Moan in silence and complain? Not they. Instead, we read about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. There we have Jesus, the kind of person an apostle is. Paul and Silas are bleeding in prison and singing hymns, <laughs> and the other prisoners were listening to them, probably bewildered. Can you imagine what was going on in the minds of those prisoners? These guys have been stripped and beaten up with rods. They are bleeding there in the cell late at night. And what do we hear? <laughs> like moaning? No, they were singing hymns. <laughs> so we can also imagine that they probably thought Paul and Silas were people worth listening to. These were unconventional prisoners. <laughs> people listened to Paul and Silas not because they were articulate, but because of the kind of people they were. And that explains what happens next. Because it is not just the other prisoners. As you remember, the scene finishes with the conversion of the jailer and all his family. As they were singing hymns, we read, suddenly there was an earthquake, so violent that the foundations of the prison were shaking. And immediately, all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. Then the jailer panicked <laughs> and was about to kill himself, thinking they had escaped. And probably that was the wish of all the other prisoners, right? <laughs> now we are free, let's go. <laughs> but you remember, Paul stopped the man. Do not harm yourself, we are all here. And when the jailer sees that it is true that everyone is there, the first thing he says is, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? How interesting. You see, it wasn't Paul who talked to him about salvation. It was the man himself. 
when he saw Paul and Silas singing hymns in prison, unwilling to escape. The jailer asked about salvation. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Jesus, sometimes we imagine an apostle like a preacher, pestering and shouting that, hey, the end is night, and <laughs> if you want to be saved, come and join us. <laughs> but if we think about your first disciples, Jesus, those first Christians who transformed the Roman Empire, I imagine them more like St. Paul and Silas today, the kind of people who elicit admiration, whose lives attract others, whose bearing captivates and gets people asking them about their faith. As a priest, I say this many times. When people come for instruction, to be baptized, to, to get married after many years living with partners, when I see lapsed Catholics who come to prepare for their first confession or the first Holy Communion, as I had the joy of celebrating last week, when these things happen, there's always the example, the testimony of a good Christian they look up to. I have this friend whom I have known for many years now. He and his wife have a large family, and some of their children have already received beautiful vocations. Well, every now and then, he drops me a line, saying, Father, I want you to meet this friend of mine. He wants to go to confession after many years. <laughs> or, Father, I have a friend who wants to be baptized. Or wants to get married. Or wants spiritual guidance. Or wants to become a Catholic. Now, the first time I thought, well, this is great news. <laughs> the second time I thought, well, this is even greater news. <laughs> and the third time. But by the seventh time, I thought, this guy has something. I mean, he is on fire. <laughs> and when I asked him how he did it, or what he said to them, he replied, well, I don't say anything. It is they who come to ask me questions. <laughs> and talking to them, I realized he was right. They told me the same thing. This friend of mine is amazing. He's happy. He has a wonderful family and a wonderful life. And I just want something like that. Jesus, how important is the testimony of your disciples' lives? Like those words of Saint Jose Maria, he writes, How I wish your bearing and conversation were such that on seeing or hearing you, people would say, This person reads the life of Jesus Christ. That was the bearing of Saint Paul and Saint Silas, who made the jailer want to know their secret. That was the bearing of those first Christians in Rome and everywhere who made people wonder, what do these people have that I don't? That bearing and conversation of yours and mine, when we give testimony to Christ with our smiles, with our patience when treated unjustly, with our charity for those who do us wrong. Mary, my mother immaculate, if your children behave like that, they don't need to go pestering people to bring them to your son. The people will be coming to us to ask us, Brothers, how can I be saved? How can I be happy? How can I get what you have? I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, 
intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Tuesday of the sixth week of Easter. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Know that he the Lord is God. He made us, we be The sheep of his flock. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. The Lord is risen, Alleluia. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. The Lord is risen, Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen.
surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Alleluia. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Alleluia. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act, so that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place. He is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Alleluia. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Alleluia. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Alleluia. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. 
the unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn away from from evil, learn learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey him. Alleluia. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Alleluia. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Alleluia. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again, he was gone. I searched, he was nowhere to be found. See the just man, mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store, but sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Alleluia. Christ, risen from the dead, will never die again. Alleluia. Death no longer has power over him. Alleluia. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle John. Little ones, I address you, for through his name your sins have been forgiven. Fathers, I address you, for you have known him who is from the beginning. Young men, I address you, for you have conquered the evil one. I address you, children, for you have known the Father. I address you, fathers, for you have known him who is from the beginning. I address you, young men, for you are strong, and the word of God remains in you, and you have conquered the evil one. Have no love for the world, nor the things that the world affords. If anyone loves the world, the Father's love has no place in him. For nothing that the world affords comes from the Father. Carnal allurements, enticements for the eye, the life of empty show, 
All these are from the world, and the world with its seductions is passing away. But the man who does God's will endures forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to be to God. God. The world and all its allurements will pass away. But whoever, but whoever does, does God's, God's will, will shall, shall live, live forever. forever. Alleluia. Whoever loves the world cannot have the Father's love within him. But whoever, but whoever does, does God's, God's will, will shall, shall live, live forever. forever. Alleluia. From a Commentary on the Gospel of John by St. Cyril of Alexandria, Bishop All who receive the sacred flesh of Christ are united with him as members of his body. This is the teaching of St. Paul when he speaks of the mystery of our religion that was hidden from former generations but has now been revealed to the holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, namely, that the Gentiles are joint heirs with the Jews, that they are members of the same body, and that they have a share in the promise made by God in Christ Jesus. If in Christ all of us, both ourselves and he who is within us by his own flesh, are members of the same body, is it not clear that we are one, both with one another and with Christ? He is the bond that unites us, because he is at once both God and man. With regard to our unity in the Spirit, we may say, following the same line of thought, that all of us who have received one and the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit, are united intimately, both with one another and with God. Taken separately, we are many, and Christ sends the Spirit, who is both the Father's Spirit and His own, to dwell in each of us. Yet that Spirit, being one and indivisible, gathers together those who are distinct from each other as individuals and causes them all to be seen as a unity in himself. Just as Christ's sacred flesh has power to make those in whom it is present into one body, so the one indivisible Spirit of God dwelling in all causes all to become one in spirit. Therefore, St. Paul appeals to us to bear with one another charitably and to spare no effort in securing by the bonds of peace the unity that comes from the Spirit. There is but one body and one Spirit, just as there is but one hope held out to us by God's call. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism one God and Father of all, who is above all and works through all and is in all. If the one Spirit dwells in us, the one God and Father of all will be in us, and He, through His Son, will gather together into unity with one another and with Himself all who share in the Spirit. There is also another way of showing that we are made one by sharing in the Holy Spirit. If we have given up our worldly way of life and submitted once for all to the laws of the Spirit, it must surely be obvious to everyone that by repudiating, in a sense, our own life and taking on the supernatural likeness of the Holy Spirit, 
who is united to us. Our nature is transformed so that we are no longer merely men, but also sons of God, spiritual men, by reason of the share we have received in the divine nature. We are all one, therefore, in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We are one in mind and holiness. We are one through our communion in the sacred flesh of Christ and through our sharing in the one Holy Spirit. Since there is only one loaf, though we are many, we form one body. For For all of us partake of the the one bread and and the the one cup. Alleluia. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the poor, and you give a home to the friendless. For For all of us partake of the the one bread and and the one one cup. Alleluia. God our Father, may we look forward with hope to our resurrection. For you have made us your sons and daughters and restored the joy of our youth. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes, as well as in conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, I'm going away, but don't worry. And he begins to tell them about who he's sending, the Holy Spirit. It's from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of John. Now, I am going to him who sent me, yet none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, He will convince the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's May, Mary's month, and this would be a good time for a pilgrimage. And it doesn't have to be a really long one either. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. A traditional manifestation of love for our mother is the pilgrimage to a Marian shrine or church done in a spirit of penance which consists of some little voluntary sacrifice. For example, going on foot from an appropriate point along the route, denying ourselves some items of food or drink, saying the rosary with special piety, all with the apostolic aim of bringing the person with us a little closer to God. 
May pilgrimages can be very suitable moments for doing a fruitful apostolate with our friends. In those Marian shrines and churches, numerous people have received ordinary graces and also extraordinary ones from the Mother of God. Some of them have started out on a new life, having made a good confession, perhaps for the first time in many years. Others have discerned our Lord's call to a fuller self-surrender in the service of God and of souls. Others have obtained help to overcome grave difficulties of body or soul. Nobody has ever gone away empty-handed. Paul VI pointed out how Providence, often along wonderful pathways, has distinguished the Marian shrines by a special seal. Those places, big and small, where there is a special presence of Our Lady, are visited by people who come to give thanks to Mary, to praise her, to ask things of her, and also to begin the Christian life again, having lived perhaps many years far from God. Think what a great number of requests Our Lady must have heeded from those in urgent need who flood in hope to her at those places. In such centers of Marian devotion, John Paul II said, speaking at Zaragoza, the heritage of the Marian faith of countless generations is not a mere memory of the past, but rather a point of departure towards God. The prayers and sacrifices offered the living heartbeat of a people which tells Mary of its natural joys, sorrows, and hopes are new stones which raise up the sacred dimension of a Marian faith because in that religious continuity, virtue gives birth to new virtue. Grace attracts grace. These pilgrim shrines, which date from early times, are today beyond all counting. They have been the fruit of Christians' love for their mother down through the centuries. Let us plan our own pilgrimage now in our prayer, a pilgrimage characterized by apostolate and by an attitude of penance, which facilitates prayer and more readily raises it up to God, a pilgrimage that is full of Marian devotion expressed by the devout recitation of the rosary. We should not forget that we are now fulfilling that prophecy which Our Lady made one day. All generations will call me blessed. And let us not forget to show special signs of love to Our Lady every day of this month. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God. Alleluia. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God. Alleluia. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. 
Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me, hope in God? I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God. Alleluia. Lord, you have preserved my life from destruction. Alleluia. Lord, you have preserved my life from destruction. Alleluia. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart. To the gates of the netherworld I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night, you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night, you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you have preserved my life from destruction. Alleluia. You have visited the earth and brought life-giving rain to fill it with plenty. Alleluia. You have visited the earth and brought life-giving rain to fill it with plenty. Alleluia. 
To you our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us our offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God our Savior, the hope of all the earth, of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth, give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. You have visited the earth and brought life-giving rain to fill it with plenty. Alleluia. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. God raised Jesus from the dead, and for many days thereafter, Jesus appeared to those who had come up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. These are his witnesses now before the people. We ourselves announce to you the good news that what God promised our fathers, he has fulfilled for us, their children, in raising up Jesus according to what is written in the second psalm. You are my son. This day I have begotten you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is risen risen from from the the tomb. tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, for I live and you will live. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He He has has come come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. 
Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, for I live and you will live. Alleluia. The spotless Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. Let us give thanks to the Father and say, Source of all life, raise us to life. Source of all life, Remember the death and resurrection of the Lamb slain on the cross. Listen to his voice as he lives forever, making intercessions for us. Source Source of of all life, raise us to life. Now that the old leaven of wickedness and evil is destroyed, may we always feed on the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Source of all life, raise us to life. Grant that today we may put aside all friction and jealousy and show greater concern for the needs of others. Source of all life, raise us to life. Send into our hearts the spirit of the gospel that we may walk in the way of your commandments today and forever. Source of all life, Raise us to life. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead lead us not into temptation, but but deliver us from evil. God, our Father, may we look forward with hope to our resurrection, for you have made us your sons and daughters and restored the joy of our youth. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us. 
protect us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get up off your knees, go out and share the good news. It's a baptismal responsibility after all. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.